Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It took a while for me to figure out how I was going to cover this segment. As you know, there was a really bad wreck, a serious wreck. A lot of people died in this wreck. A lot of people got hurt. As I'm sure that you've been hearing Black Dragon give the details on this one. Our thoughts go out to the Black Sabbath Motorcycle Club. I believe they need justice. Because after seeing the video, there is no way possible that this was... Just an accident. I don't know all the details of it. All I know is what I've seen in the news. I haven't talked to BD because he's going through some stuff that he needs a space. So you don't go and ask questions and stuff. What I do know is I'm hoping that the biker community comes together for Black Sabbath. Just like what happened with the Jarhead 7. It's, this thing is on a huge scale. The way the police handled it. You're going to be seeing a very disturbing video. Of the accident scene. A lot of good people got killed. A lot of fellow motorcyclists got killed. Enough is enough already. I've talked about it time and time again. When somebody gets hit on the motorcycle and it's a manslaughter, whatever they're going to do, they need to pay the price. Black Sabbath deserves justice. As do the jarheads. That case is still ongoing. Let's go to the video. I'll show you what I'm talking about right now. Killed in a horrific crash in Arkansas. Well, tonight that grief is definitely being felt by families from the West Bank to the North Shore. It happened last night on I-40 in western Arkansas. Witnesses say a man driving the wrong way in a truck hit the group. Two of the people killed were from Slidell and a third is from Terrytown. Four other people from our area were also hurt, but we don't have any information about how badly or who they are. And new tonight at 10, Devin Bartolotta spoke with friends and co-workers of one of the victims. Those riders were on their way to Oklahoma for a rally when the unthinkable happened. Today, the news made its way through Southeast Louisiana. If you knew Mindy, you loved Mindy. She was just 
full of life. Bill Hall knows it'll be impossible to replace the general manager at his bar, Buttheads, in Marrero. The bright-eyed redhead, Melinda Shano, who went by Mindy. It's going to take a team of us to kind of fill her shoes, but you know, we, we realize we will never fill Mindy's shoes. I mean, it's she was just larger than life. Friday, Mindy's co-workers served cold ones with comforting words and with tears in their eyes. Avoid your love, so be careful. Mindy's longtime customers slowly hearing the news of the horrific crash during a motorcycle trip she couldn't wait to take. She just had a big heart. She cared for everybody. Uh, she was a big proponent of the motorcycle community. Uh, she did the freedom rides, uh, the liberty rides from here to Texas, bringing back fallen soldiers, uh, police officers, things like that. Mindy and three other people were killed Thursday night in Arkansas when a driver crossed the grassy median in his pickup truck on Interstate 40 and hit six motorcycles traveling together head on. The truck erupted into flames. Mindy Shano and fellow riders Patricia Lamar, who went by Irish, and Leonard Lamar, who went by Cuban, were killed, as well as a fourth person who hasn't been identified. Four other motorcycle riders from Slidell, Lafitte, and Gretna were hurt. Mindy, Irish, and Cuban were members of the Sisters of the Cross and Black Sabbath Motorcycle Club. What do you mean introducing us, Pete? ST2. A video posted to the North Shore Chapter Facebook page shows them and other riders at a party in December. The group administrator shared a photo in Morning Friday. Morning, like the neighborhood bar on 4th Street, where Mindy was loved by so many. She's going to be missed. One couple from Lafitte that was injured was released from the hospital this morning, but is still in Oklahoma. Meanwhile, the Lamar's 19-year-old daughter is raising money to bury both of her parents. You'll find a link to her GoFundMe page on our website. In the what a horrific scene right there. Big time. A lot of lives were lost. A lot of dreams were lost. A lot of friends were lost. The Black Sabbath needs your prayers right now. BD needs your prayers right now. Come on, MC community, motorcycle enthusiasts, come together for this one. You know Black Dragon for years has given his all to the MC scene by teaching people what is right and wrong. Give it to them. Give it to the Black Sabbath. Stand tall with them because they need it right now. This is horrendous. It really is. I don't know, again, all the details, if he was impaired, what happened. All I know is he was going the wrong way and took a lot of people out. It's dangerous enough just jumping on that motorcycle. It's even worse knowing that somebody killed somebody that was a family, friend, father, uncle. Sister, brother, mother, grandmother. It's hard. So again, I'm not going to go on and on and on. I just wanted uh, 
covered that story a little bit. And hopefully things will come about where they do get justice. Black Sabbath, BD, you're in our prayers. You really are. You know, he's going through a tough time right now. Give him some space. Give the Black Sabbath some space. But come together for him. We should all be out there raising hell right now with what happened. There has to be a point where you say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I am. I'm the biggest bitch. I'll be the first one to raise my hand. I'll be the first one to admit it. I've been up 
since 5.36 o'clock, sitting in my bed, looking at the fan, going all over, you know how you look at the ceiling fan like you're some fucking cat, thinking about, you know what, after the show, I gotta run to Home Depot, get a wand extension, and kill a bee's nest. I'm a bitch when it comes to bees. I can't stand them. I think they're the scourge of the earth. Especially them damn wasps with the little legs and shit like that. I actually woke up thinking about this. I was like, man, we got to kill that fucking nest. It, it, it like okay, took, so, it, you know, I'll just reschedule my nail appointment. It's fine. What time's your nail appointment? I don't know. I didn't schedule one yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's funny. Yesterday, I'm out there working on the boat. You know, I'm doing a video. I'm working on the boat. I'm stripping it, restoring it and stuff. And China Dow comes home. I said, hey, get that hose out. I got to get the the compressor going. Well, I'll do it. I And I didn't argue at that point. I was like, okay, let her do it. If she gets stung in the ass, it'll be her, not me. I like playing with the power washer. Fun. What's funny is, huh? is if... All, any of these people ever see me around bees? I do. I run like a bitch. We've got a few people that have seen you do it. And see, with me, I'll admit it. That's the one thing I really fear is bees. And I think it goes all the way back to when I was on the baseball field. And I inadvertently, I think, stepped on a damn nest. And I got attacked by these fucking things. I'm sitting there doing nothing wrong, minding my own fucking business, and they sting me on the ass. That ain't cool. No, actually, that's kind of funny. I bet it is funny to somebody like you, you prick. Oh, really? Now I gotta be a prick? Yeah, you're a prick, making fun of my, uh, you know, uh, phobia. Uh, <laughs> that bullshit. This is the littlest violin playing for you. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know what? That's what I have to deal with. And I started thinking about your show yesterday. Okay. I did. I started making, you know, thinking about it. Yeah. Damn good show, by the way, because I watched it this morning. Yeah, because, oh, God forbid you watch it while it's live. Well, I I like sitting there Mm. and paying attention to the details, trying to pick out stuff I'd pick on you about. And I'm sure you got some. No, I didn't. You made a lot of damn good points, man. A lot of good damn points. And I was kind of proud of you with the politics stuff. I was like, damn, (laughs) she's actually fucking learning something here. She's actually learning. (laughs) I kept saying, I'm not even about this politics thing, but I'm I'm there already. And phobias kept coming to mind. I was like, man, she's making some, it's like one of them deals when you're sitting in church and the preacher man is talking and you're sitting there thinking, well, shit, he's talking about me when he's really not. Yeah. That's kind of like how I felt on this thing. Life is a big fucking test. Yeah. And one thing people get on, they get all pissed off at me about, always get pissed at me about. Is when I say life owes you fucking nothing. It, it, it owes you absolutely nothing. And people are like, well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, when bad stuff happens to you, it's either by choice or coincidence. There's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is overcome it. 
I get it. Some people have emotions, okay? They have emotions. And sometimes they let the be- those emotions get the best of themselves. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you just give up and quit. No, not at all. It means you keep fighting. You always got to fight. You got to fight your way through everything. Especially life. Jeez. It's like... How my, God, I don't know how many times I said it because I felt, I felt I felt like I rambled a lot after I got my 30-minute point across, <laughs> but it's fine. It was a very good show. But it's fine. It's fine. It's only my second live, so, all right. But it's everything in life, to me, feels like I'm filling out them dumb, dumb scantrons. God forbid you don't fill that bubble in right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Between, you you know, you go to work, right? You're tested every day at work. Your patients especially. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, people are have, lots of people have emotions and let emotions take over their body. For real. I'm one. I'm an emotional person. You know, when something pisses me off, oh my God. Don't ever piss off a woman to the point that they're crying because that means they're beyond pissed. <laughs> for real. I kind of do that to for, her a lot. For real. If if a girl if if a girl is mad, a woman is mad enough and starts crying, you are in so much trouble because that is like as far beyond pissed as a chick can get. Serious shit, man. Hollywood usually finds himself in it. Yeah. Yeah, then you end up out in the doghouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing that happens, you know, we have the cemetery by the river over here. You know, that's my kind of go-to place to chill, think about life, think about the mysteries of the universe. And as you're walking through there, you're looking at all the gravestones. All the gravestones. And you start thinking to yourself, if you're like me, we go deep in my head. That every person laying there has faced the same obstacles that we're facing now. Right. It's like a big, big circle. It's a big repeat. And it always seems to come down to our own actions that cause the problems. Mm -hmm. It always makes me, you know... Say, what the fuck are you talking about when people blame God for their problems? When in actuality, it's us mm-hmm. or the actions of others. He gave us free will. Yep. So we're the dumb bucks that use it, stupid. You can't blame him. You got to blame yourself. That's just like if you're driving drunk. You took that decision to do that. Exactly. And if you hurt yourself or you hurt somebody else, that's squarely on you. Well, how's that saying go? I mean, I don't I, I'm probably going to screw it up, but hey, you're blind, y'all. God say. only gives us what we can handle. Mhm. And a lot of people don't realize that they are stronger than what they think they are. So yeah, they're going to sit there and they're going to blame everybody else for their problems when it's, you know, you're you're the root of it. 
So you got to, you know, just learn from what you did. Learn from it. If you, if you don't learn something from your mistake, then something's wrong. I mean, at least I think so. Well, it was funny. We were sitting in the bed yesterday. Yeah. And I looked up to a picture when we were younger <laughs> with our daughter as a baby. Yeah, she was five months old. And I picture. looked at the person that was in that picture, which was you. Yeah. And then I looked over to you. I was like, you know what? You really changed since then. Yeah. A lot of your ideology has changed. You've come a lot more evolved since then, if you know what I mean. I've become evolved. You were a monkey before. Now you're half human. What? <laughs> That's just wrong. You're, the way you think's changed a lot. And that's just a, a person evolving through the tribulation and trials that you have to go through in order to learn. I thought it was a very interesting subject that you did. It actually was a philosophical one. And I'm over here thinking, damn, this came out of her? <laughs> I was like, man, she has a brain. Little one, but she has one. What other points were you bringing up there for the audience that hasn't seen the video, which is uh, on YouTube or Facebook? Well, I, I asked a lot of personal questions to people. I mean, it's like I asked people... Which was, you know, I was kind of not surprised by the answer, but I asked everybody whether or not if they had the opportunity to go back to high school with the way kids are today, like in today's day and age. If, wow, that if, was an interesting question. If they would do it, like with all the technology and like literally in today's day, if you would go back and do high school freshman to senior year all over again. And everybody that was in the chat all said no. And that's interesting. As somebody like me, I would have said yes. Yes, either. Because my experience the first time around, I was too busy running the streets. I was too busy hustling to be in school. And my GPA shows that. And I think after some of the mistakes that I've made in life, that. If I would have concentrated more in school, things might have turned out a different way. But at the same point, I say, well, wait a second. The attitude you have or had back then or today, you bring into this environment that these kids have to go through now. I wouldn't have made it. Well, I, there, I wouldn't have, there even were, if I tried. There were some people that said if they went back to school in today's day and age... That they'd end up in jail. <laughs> well, you know, I would have. That's all I did was fight. Well, it's, I mean, it's like, because the kid, kids in this generation now are way worse than what we were going up. I mean, the worst thing we did, which is what I said on the show last night, was we threw pennies at the freshmen. Mm-hmm. And we booked people, which is just knocking the books out of their hands because we thought it was funny. It's like that is that's about as far as it went in my high school for as they would call it now bullying. Mm -hmm. 
you know, there was, you know, the name calling and all that stuff because who doesn't have that in school? But it's like the way kids are now and the bullying that kids go through now. Ten times worse than what it was. I would have busted a bunch of lips and eyes. But at the same time, when you, you know, you put that aside. Would you have made different choices? And I think I would have made different choices. I think education wise, I would have made different choices. Agreed. But, you know, as far as dealing with all the the drama and the bullshit that goes along with high school, I don't want to relive that. Well, let's put all the that, you know. But as far as education, I think I totally would have went a different route than what I did. I mean, it's like I graduated high school, went straight into college for child education and development. Yeah, after a year of that, realized, yeah, I don't need to be around 30 kids at once. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Well, it was funny. A couple last week, I think it was at the granddaughter's soccer field. Mm-hmm. There's a baseball diamond. Yeah, I remember you went. You walked over and stood on the pitcher's mound because that's I what did. You, you used to do. And I had that contract when I was 17 years old. Yeah. And I said to myself while I was walking around it, did I actually make the right choice by saying no? And the reason I said no is because of the relationship I had with my father. At the same time, I said, well, if I would have took the contract, I wouldn't have China. I wouldn't have the kids. Or the grandkids. Or the grandkids. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know what? With all the hoopla that could have came with it, all the travel, all the fun, I wouldn't have made that choice because I'd rather have you the kids grandkids than any type of money fame whatever that would have came with it so that was a choice that I made back then that led me to now yeah because I was at a crossroads to say you know per se where I could have went either way and it would have been a very different life you regret not taking that contract? No, I don't. I just said that. No, I mean, seriously. Well, you didn't specifically say you regret it or didn't regret it. That's why I wanted to ask. No, I don't regret it. Because I have you morons. <laughs> Even though, you know, if I went the other way, I'd have a hotter fucking broad. But... <laughs> wow. I didn't just say that. Wow. You think you heard that, but I didn't say that. I heard that. Man, you just want me to throw hands, don't you? We we can't throw hands this early. I'm delicate. Oh, God, please. I'm delicate. You're delicate. Stop playing with my emotions, you asshole. I think when we get our age, which you're pushing 50. Oh, my God, really? I'm pushing 49, not 50. In two weeks, you're going to be 49. Yes. That means next year, you're going to be 50 before me. Okay, yeah, so we don't have to worry about that. And then after I turn 50, my following birthday, I won't be 51. I will be 49 again because I'm going to go fucking backwards. <laughs> oh, ouch. Yeah. So the ch- you, when you get that age, you look back at 
all kinds of choices and how you made it through life. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every day, whatever choice you make puts you on a different role. Yeah. And I don't think people think about that. Yeah, every, I mean, every choice you make puts you on, you know, the right side of the path, the left side of the path, going down the middle. You know, it's going to change every path of your life that you take every time you do a different choice. And I think the reflection when you sit, you know, I've heard where people say, you know, your life flashes in front of you when you're dying and stuff like that. It's all about if you do have regrets, if you do have atoning to do how you made others feel how you felt what you did what they did and if you learned anything in life right learned well i know i said yesterday that my my biggest fear in life is death that's you know i don't know how many times i've said that and it's like Am I going to be that person on, you know, the last few days or whatever prior to taking that last breath? Am I going to be the one going, did I do everything right? Did I do what I was supposed to? You know, like kind of second guessing yourself. Mm hmm. You know, did did I? Did well, I, that's not at the time you want to think that I didn't. I, I think it all the time. That I, you know, I think stuff like that all the time, but it's like, that's when it's really in me, in my opinion, I don't know, just my opinion, is when it's really going to hit and be like, did I do good by the kids? Did I do this? Did I do that? I mean, I think about that uh, all the time, but it's like, then is when you're going to be like, it's, to me, it's going to really hit Mm -hmm. to make sure that the kids are good and everything's fine and. Being that you say you're going to go before me, so I wouldn't have to be concerned about what happens with you because you said you're going to be gone already. What a bitch <laughs> how she just said that. You notice how she said that? She slipped that shit in? <laughs> I don't got to worry about you. What a you bitch. Said you were going to go first, so it's fine. That's fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What? What? That was awful. Really? So was saying uh, you would have found a hotter wife. Whatever. I, I said I would have found a hotter chick, but I don't think she would have been my wife. Because if, you know, you're playing and you're traveling around the country, I think I would have had multiple ones. Because I'd have one in each city, just not tell them. I'd have been a prick. You already are a prick. So how's that going to change? I would have been ten times the prick. Okay? Ten times. And I'm a prick, yes, but ten times, you imagine that? No thanks, no. <laughs> Don't want to. <laughs> no. Because if I had to imagine you as ten times the prick you are now, yeah. Not working for you. No, no, because then I'd be telling you way more often to go suck a bag of dicks and stick one in your ass. And you know what's funny? Else. You know, not to get off a subject here. What? I'm looking at my hat right here. Yeah. You see my hat? What is it? Your hat is, says, CSA, Sons of Dixie. Yes. You know, CSA is the Confederate States of America, um. and I got a big Confederate flag on the bill. Yeah. So what I decided to do yesterday, I had to go get some Plex Seal for the boat. 
I said, you know what? I'm going to have some fun. You wore it. I wore, uh, well, I wear my hat anywhere I want to fucking go. Yeah. But I wore it into Walmart, and the looks that I got. In Walmart? Have you seen how people are in Walmart? How? I don't get it. Motherfucking lightning bolts coming. Why? Because I had the Confederate flag on. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. I thought it was a funny, you know, deviation here from the conversation. Hey, that was dumb. No, it wasn't. It's fun seeing uh, people how butthurt they get now. That was dumb. I I thought it was funny. You're dumb. It happens. Well. You know, I'm not the smartest cookie in the... Well, no, I'm talking about you. Hey. Anyway. You I, are a pencil sharpener short of the 64 box of crayons, okay? Your sharpener doesn't exist, so just shut up. How old that saying is? Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> Asshole. But what other co- topics did you cover in the video? Oh, my God. Like, a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's like we covered, we covered like, relationships. And, you know, because there was a comment about how someone had many relationship mistakes in their life here i'm thinking rabies but go ahead fuck off (laughs) no that they had many relationship mistakes in their life okay then as far as the mistakes go are is the is the female because this was a guy that said it is it the females that were the mistakes or did you make the mistakes or was it mutual it's always the female's fault no it's fucking not Always. No, it's not. I don't care what you say. It's always a female's fault. I don't care fault. what you say. It's usually it's usually the guy's fault. No, see, again, you admitted you're emotional beings. It's so. And with that comes, you know, bad choices, which you make a lot all the time. Oh, my God. And Hollywood's always right. Like you said, you hate when you have to say, you're right. You hate it. That's why I don't say it. Well, you should give credit where credit's due. Okay. But personally, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I just had to put out there that, you know, well, I was, it's a woman's I was fault. Ba- it is not. It's like, okay, if you had many mistakes, is it because you chose wrong? Well, guess what? That's a choice. If you choose the wrong person, that's on you. Well, like I say, if you get on a bike and you choose to be fucking drunk, or you get behind the wheel of a car and you choose to be drunk... Or high and hurt yourself or somebody else, that was you. And I do not believe that you should get any pity. Well, that's like I made a YouTube short saying that the three C's in life are uh, uh, choice, change, and chance. I thought you were going to put cunt in there, but go ahead. No. And, And with those things, it's like everything's a choice. You have a choice. Like you said, we have free will. You have a choice to choose which way you're going to go in life. But you got to take the chance on whether or not you're going to make that right choice. Right? Do you think you should pity somebody who made the choice to get fucked up and drive? No. Because you always notice when they go to court that... They cry and whine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, if you're sorry, you wouldn't fucking have done it. Well, if you're if you're gonna go and get fucked up, 
you know, do the right thing and get an Uber, have a friend drive you home, something. Because later in the show, it really did fuck me up because I was looking at the newswire. And it had come up again later on in the show. It's about a 10-minute deal explaining the situation and everything. Because Black Dragons uh, Club got into uh, a very uh, horrific, horrific situation. I don't call it an accident. I call it murder of what this guy did. Swerved directly into the pack. It's not an accident. It was murder. And I got to see the video of it. Yeah. And I didn't post it on YouTube. I wanted to post it on this because this is our main platform. Yeah. And you've seen it. Bikes still on fire is how hard they got hit. Yeah. The vehicle just off in the grass that went the wrong way. And I give my thoughts on this. What was your thoughts seeing the bikes like that? That what the hell was going on with that driver that made him do something like that? I can't say if he was intoxicated <laughs> or not because it hasn't hit the news press. But I won't ever feel sorry for a guy like that. Never. Mm -mm. Short of uh, Short of him having a heart attack or a seizure or something like that that caused it. That's a different story, but I think the only way you can explain it is he was doing fucked up shit, and that's how it ended. But I think it was murder. Yeah, I seen the video, and I actually had to leave the room afterwards, because I'm like, wow. It was, like, intense. It was. And I feel for all those that were involved uh, with that, and had to witness that, you know, I'm... I'm hoping that the whole biker community comes together for Black Dragon and uh, Black Sabbath because they need to. And I'll explain that later on because they did that with the New Hampshire 7. Everybody came together to show support. But how do you get over something so traumatizing as not only that, but say you lose a family member to murder or something that was out of your family member's control because of the actions of somebody else. It's hard to get over that. Well, and the worst thing is, I mean, I had a discussion with somebody on with situations like that. You know, you know, everybody always says, well, you forgive and forget. You know, a lot of times things are hard to forgive, let alone forget. I'm sorry. To, I'm so sorry to hear that. No, a uh, buddy of his lost his wife on Sunday. She got rear-ended by a drunk driver. That's murder, if you ask me. I think it is too, because the person knew they were drunk and shouldn't have drove, and they did. Fuck, uh, uh, fuck uh, manslaughter. No, that was homicide. But go ahead. But it's the biggest thing is, you know, like I said, they, people say you need to forgive and forget. Oh, fuck no. But it's like, how? In situations when it comes to something like that, how can you forgive the person that caused all that pain to your family and to yourself? How do you forgive that person? How do you forget? Yeah, you can set it 
off to the side in your mind and keep living your life. But it's not something you're gonna forget. No. Uh-uh. And as far, you know, and like me personally, somebody that did something like that to a close friend, family member or whatever, I could never forgive them for it. You know, it's like you see court things cuz I watch all that stuff and you see parents forgiving murderers of their child. I don't know how they do that. I mean, literally forgiving someone that murdered their child. How do they do that? I don't know how they do it. Maybe it's a way for them to move on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's what people are supposed to do to move on is forgive and forget. But I I, I don't know if me personally, if I could ever do that. I know I couldn't. You know, because in my mind, I'd be sitting there going, all right, you just killed somebody I love. And in in my head, I'd be going, how am I going to get this person back? Well, people ask me, when you go in front of the old man upstairs, and he says, why couldn't you forgive the person when I forgive you for all your bullshit? And boy, Hollywood, you were some bullshit. You put me through the ringer. And I would have to say, well, I'm human. You made me like this. There's no way I could do it because I'm weak. That's what I would have to say. Because I won't. I'll never forgive some shit like that. And it's actually, you know, they say revenge. You don't want to do it because he eats you up. But at the same time, you have to have a release for that. Now, just like Noel said, his wife was killed because of a drunk driver. His friend's wife, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't freaking, no, I couldn't accept that with you. That's one thing I couldn't accept. It's not your fault. Somebody killed you. I'm going after them. Be it hide a pen knife in my boot during court and slut their fucking throat right there in front of everybody. Well, Morbick, Morbick put a comment in saying, bikers are like veterans. No one cares about us but us. This is, oh my God, is that so true? That is 100% true. Oh my God. That is 100% true. And you know what I find about that? It's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think more than just bikers and veterans, when situations happen to bikers, like with what happened with Black Sabbath, that more than just the biker community needs to get around that. Oh, you're damn right. You know, and and the same thing when something happens bad to a veteran. It's like, where is everybody? Very goddamn good question. I mean, seriously, where 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 the fuck are is everybody at? I mean, why aren't people coming together, you know, with the biker community or with the vets or whatever? Especially in my mind, because I, I don't, I only know a handful of vets, but I was like, I know a lot of bikers, and it's like in the biker community, and something like that happens. You know, I I hate hearing some things from people. You know, well, it was the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what? Shut the fuck up. You want to punch them right in the mouth when they say that. No, I want want to throat punch them and donkey kick them in the balls when I hear stuff like that. But it's like, I, 
I think that, you know, you know, with like Black Dragon and Black Sabbath and all them, more than just the biker community needs to get together, you know, and, you know, and show support. And I it, it just needs to be a bigger thing. To, and, and it pisses me off that it's not. And the biker community is huge. Mm. So if everybody put their shit aside for a moment and, you know, show that they're supporting what happened, you know, and, you know, be there, you know, whether it's physically or social media wise or however you can put yourself out there, you know, for their condolence, your condolences or your prayers or whatever, you know, everybody needs to come together as a whole. Coastal Wolf, uh, two and a half years ago, his dad was hit so hard at an intersection, his bike was ripped in half. My God. These stories that you hear. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to have a tribute right now to the Black Sabbath. We'll be right back. goes out to the black sabbath and black dragon man uh we're with you and all that uh it was a hard thing i was gonna play what uh happened but i don't think (laughs) i can't listen to that new segment again because they did do a new segment and talking about 
the the people that were lost and that's kind of got me choked up <sighs> that also goes out to the veterans man mm. that actually died for this country mm. that served this country that lost people i don't under i don't understand some people that they don't know the sacrifices that veterans really gave this country i was upset because you had John Stewart who was going out to rolling the remembrator for Memorial Day. I don't think a veteran or people should have to be fundraising for veterans' benefits. I think they should fucking have them. There shouldn't be no fucking discussion about our bets getting their freaking benefits. None. If you can send 40 fucking million dollars over to Ukraine, our veterans should have their benefits. Our veterans should have their medical care. They served. They died. Give them their shit. And you've been... Because we pay a lot of taxes. Yeah. We pay thousands of dollars in taxes. Yeah. And when you think what... The, I would have no problem whatsoever... Them using that money... To take care of our bets. I'd have no problem. Yeah, I always wondered when we pay taxes, you know, where does it actually go? Oh, wait, it goes overseas. It goes overseas or they blow it on bullshit. But our bets are hurting. Mm -hmm. The suicide rate among vets returning from overseas. Why should they have to fight? I don't understand it. These fucking pricks that are supposed to represent us should be securing this. Well, Morbik just posted, we have to fight for our benefits. They fight us tooth and nail for our benefits. They gave their blood for those benefits. Their blood. Moms lost their kids. Mm -hmm. Wives, Wives lost, their, lost their kids. Or their spouse. Fathers lost their uh, spouse. Yeah, everybody. You hear stories of World War II where kids, brothers, were wiped out together. And mothers without sons. Yeah. So when I hear that Jon Stewart, which he, you know what, regardless of his politics... He was there for the 911 first responders to get their benefits. And now he's going with the burn pits because that's what gave a lot of these people cancer. Kind of like how Agent Orange did it. Have to fight to get what's owed to them. It infuriates me. It really does. It infuriates me. They should be the number one citizens 
to get what they deserve because they fought or they served their country, so they should be first in fucking line. I agree. There's people out here that get government assistance that I don't even know how in God's name they got it, let alone why they need it. Why our bets are sitting on, you know, a lot of them are homeless and shit. Well, we see a lot of them uh, right up the road sitting out by the McDonald's with signs all the time. And they lived in the... uh, They live in the woods. They live in the woods on the river. Yeah. Yeah. But you got these bastards that are given all kinds of second, third, fourth chances that commit all kinds of robberies, all kinds of crimes. Oh, they get out. They get assistance. But not our soldiers, our airmen, our sailors. No, that ain't right. We've got some comments here. Coastal Wolf. I've always hated the VA, but I must say when I was diagnosed with leukemia two years ago, they completely stepped up and took care of everything, including stem cell transplant and 10K a month in meds. That's That's a good story to hear. That is. That is. Hopefully you're putting up that fight, man. Team Coastal Wolf, man. Kick that shit. Hashtag. Morbic, I've been waiting five years on just one appeal for my back disability upgrade, and I have a damn implant in my back to help me get around. I have to charge it every week to make sure the batteries don't die. He's been going through some hell. And he shouldn't. No. Mm -mm. You should be able to walk into the BA and get what you need right there and then. No appeals. Give it to them. You fought for this country. You served the country. You served this country. You did what you were, what you basically were destined to do. So you should get everything you you are owed. No questions. But you can send forty billion of our dollars over. And you know what? They're fighting great over there with Russia. But what about our bets? Mm-hmm. You know what $40 billion could have done for our bets? A lot. Grandpa Slayer. <laughs> Half this country would run if we were invaded today. And that's a sad state of affairs. It is, because there was a poll. And half of the people would run. But our bets would be standing there right on the front lines. Yeah. Fighting. Because they love this country. They wore the uniform. They lost buddies. They lost brothers. Fighting for this country. It aggravates the piss out of me. And it just and it it aggravates the shit out of me even with the 911. For those that were alive and seen that day, how our first responders, and I'm even talking about cops and I'm not even a fan of them. How they went and put their lives in danger to help people. Mm-hmm. And tons of them died. Yeah. And now because 
of all the toxicity of that site, they're dying of cancers. But you have to go in front of Congress and say, hey, you need to take care of us? We took care of you. Morbic, uh, the first place I would have to hit would be the pharmacy then would be ready to fight. Rock on. Coastal Wolf says he is doing a good fight. Was able to go back to work turning wrenches six months post-transplant, which is six months earlier, earlier than they expected. Good for you. Team Coastal Wolf. Telling you. We're going to hashtag Coastal Wolf and Morbic. <laughs> Damn right. We'll be right back after Dirty Shirley, man. Things that got me started were the things that I gave up on. 
your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. There was no YouTube segment uh, today, and that's because tonight, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will be having Big O on. He was an ugly man Kazakh that was involved right there in the middle of things with Waco Twin Peaks. That is the seven-year anniversary of that event. And I really wish everybody would come together like they did that day. Oh, back to me? Back to you. Okay, back to me. All right, I was looking because there were some comments that I wanted to bring up that I I look through all the stuff in case I miss it while we're on the show. But Rob Benderman made a comment that bikers are not seen as people. You got that fucking right. And it's true. They're they're I I see it every day. And it's and it's 110% wrong. Because to be honest with you, coming from as Hollywood always puts it, the um the opposite sides of the tracks from where I grew up and where he grew up. Uh I wasn't a big biker chick until, you know, Hollywood. I loved every time, don't get me wrong, every time I heard a bike, I would always look and check it out because I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But I think bikers, to me, are, I don't know how to put this. Most generous, caring people around. (laughs) Nailed it. They are more fucking human (laughs) Than the typical person. They love their country. They love their communities. Because it's like, you're not going to see... I I see it more now than I did growing up because I didn't... I wasn't around a lot of it. But now it's like I sit here and see how much bikers actually do for their community compared to the average Joe. And more than 50% and I, and, and of the biker be, community served their fucking country. And to be honest with you, I think a lot of times that average Joe does it to get his, to get known. To get attention. To get attention. To be like, hey, look what I did. Where if a biker does it, they don't want the, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. They don't want that. They don't want people to be like, Oh, look what you just did. No, they don't want it. They they just do it to do it because it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think, you know, as far as bikers, I think they're more of more more people, more human than anyone. They're they're just more genuine, like you said, Hollywood, more way more genuine and than people give them credit for. Because why? The same thing I'm going to say I've said a hundred times. All anybody ever sees is the negative sides of bikers. And it's clubs. You know, that's not independence. Independence make up most of the community, but there's a lot of clubs that are the same way. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and then Coastal Wolf said that, you know, as far as, you know, giving your support or whatever, that some people show for about five minutes to feel better about themselves and then they ghost you. Which is bullshit. Very well said. Very well said. I mean, it's 100% bullshit. It shouldn't be... Like that. I mean, God, I'm like... A <laughs> little emotional. But it's like... It, it, that's not how it should be. I mean... And I agree with Rob Benjamin. If he does something, all he wants is a thank you. Mm-hmm. And and how hard is it for a person to say thank you? You are you know you're not you're not doing shit to be known. You're not doing shit because oh I want to make the news. I want to be in the paper. No, you ain't doing shit for that reason. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do, and it's not hard for people to just appreciate you and just come to you and be like, you know, thank you for all your hard work. Or thank you for your service. That's like vets come in on a daily at my at the at my gas station, and it's like I, I every single one of them that come in, I thank them for their service. I've had f- full dress military men come in. I thank them for their service. And it's like, and they need to be thanked because you know what? The black eye on this fucking country, when our vets were coming home from Vietnam, they razzed them. Here they are over there giving their blood for a war that shouldn't have fucking happened, in my opinion. They were not allowed to fight because if they were allowed to fight, they would have ran over them fuckers. But they were getting spit on? Our people. I don't care what your ideology is. It wasn't their fault. And then a lot of them formed the clubs, went to the brotherhoods. And the government says, well, they're criminal? Okay, if that's the case, you motherfuckers made them that way. You did it. I hate it. I really do when it comes to uh, subjects like that. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Okay, Cards Against Humanity. And for all our new listeners, we're on Monday through Friday at 8.15 Central Standard Time. Second segment right here with uh, China Doll in Hollywood. Full show replays can be heard on all the podcast platforms. What do you got today, you freak? All right. I know some of the people that have been around for a while are going to remember this question, but I loved the answers to this question from back in the back when I first started doing the this Cards of Humanity. So I have to ask this question again since we have a lot of new people. Ready? Ready. Ready. All right. Here we go. What has been making life difficult at the nudist colony? What has been making life difficult at the nudist colony? <laughs> I'd have to say walking around with a heart on and can't put it in the freaking tacos. <laughs> That's fucking torture for a man. Walking around, heart on and shit like that, getting blue balls. You go up to a woman and say, hey, you're nude, can I stick it in a little bit? And she says No. All right. I'm that a, makes things hard. I'm going to go opposite. Literally. I'm going to go opposite end for that and 
say what what has been making life difficult at the nudist colony? Them damn tacos that hang a little too low. <laughs> they look like roast beef. <laughs> you know when you see a taco and it looks like Arby's roast beef, you don't want to stick it in there. It's been used. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta love more big tranny midgets. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <clears throat> Brick Chick says wind. Wind. <laughs> Geo says crabs. Crabs, yeah, literally. Then we got crap. <laughs> yeah, little shit. <laughs> no. Little uh, cup and go going on. Uh, Gloria says wasps. Wasp, yeah. yeah. You you imagine that now? Now you put that in my head. A wasp fucking stinging me on the pecker. <laughs> Now I'm worried. <laughs> I like Grandpa's lair. Too many towels. <laughs> you know, I heard the French, you know, even though they, you know, make a good French fry, <laughs> they walk around like it's fucking nothing, man, on nudist beach. Oh, uh, Gio. I'm sorry, Gio. That's gross. I don't mind saggy taco. It grips better. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is, you'll fall in. <laughs> Dirty knobs, metal sun chairs. <laughs> oh, ouch. Ouch. That would fucking hurt. Brick chick. Oh, wow. I, I like this brick chick. Roast beef wrapping around your face in the wind. Oh. <laughs> you imagine having to eat one of them Arby's roast beefs knowing Dude, how Dude, I won't they even are? go to Arby's anymore. Shut up. Am I right or wrong? No, you know that thing's been used. <laughs> Gio said, wrap it around your... He replied to her saying, uh, like a scarf. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I threw up in my mouth a little here, people. Talking about a burrito. <laughs> Morbic ran out of lube. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever been to a nudist colony, man, or nudist beach or whatever the hell it is? Well, dirty, I know dirty, you. Dirty Knob says most European beaches are nude. I have to go over to Europe, but I'd probably be the one walking around with the fucking uh, swimsuit on. <laughs> Leave it to Morbic to throw up an ad for Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> I know a and lot of guys we, out there. It says we have the meats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I can't eat Arby's no more. Dude, I won't even go there. <laughs> Because every time you look at one of the roast beef sandwiches, you're going to freaking envision a freaking roast beef pussy. <laughs> Ouch. And now there's Gio putting a French dip sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he goes, I like mine dipped. Oh. Anyway, you oh nasty fuckers. I love all you guys. You we'll guys see you tomorrow. Awesome. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, 815 Central Standard Time. <laughs> nasty fuckers. I told you it's a good question. <laughs> and that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle Radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.